up, Teach? Hello, guys. My name is Alberto Castillo, host of this podcast called What Up, Teach? by Human Connections Magazine. And I'd love to welcome you to my first episode. Uh, first and foremost, let me do a quick introduction about myself. So, my name is Alberto Castillo. I'm 30 years old, and I'm an English teacher here in China. How did I become a teacher, you ask? I myself don't even know still. But let's go back to the story, so that way you know who I am. Um, about two years ago, I was kind of in a rut in my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore. I was completely just lost. I mean, a lot of different things in my life had happened um, in which I felt unfulfilled in my jobs that I was, that I was doing during the time. Um, if we look back into my career-wise and resume-wise, I look amazing. I worked in human resources for Disney. I used to work as a foreclosure consultant. I used to work as a personal banker for Wells Fargo, but I just didn't feel like I was doing the things I needed to do. Um, and so while being lost in life, because you know we all go through those experiences, I was just looking for different job postings online. And I needed a quick, well, not a quick change, but I needed a change in general, right? And I found this job posting on Craigslist to teach English in China. I was like, this is kind of cool. I'm definitely not, you know, certified for any of this, but it doesn't hurt to try, right? Because I'll be honest, I didn't think I was going to get the job. Um, but here I am. So I applied for this job on Craigslist to teach English in China. First off, I mean, let's be honest, Craigslist job postings are a little bit shady sometimes. And the fact that it's telling me that I'm going to be teaching English in China is scary enough. But I applied anyways because I needed something new and something different. And it was between me becoming a supervisor for a security company or choosing this other route. And so both options were presented to me. Um, so once I applied for the job listing, I sent my resume. And within the next day, I got my interview. And that once the interview ended, I was offered the opportunity to teach in China. I didn't know what was happening, to be honest. I thought it was, like, so surreal. Lo and behold, I mean, let's be honest, Western media definitely does not have a good painting of China in general or the eastern side of the world. And two, I mean, for most of the research I did within my, my company for the school that I work for, there wasn't much information out there. But at the same time, it was I was at the point of my life where I just needed a change. And I was listening more to my soul to be just like, well, yeah, dude, you have to accept the change. Do it. You don't know what's going to happen, but I mean, just do it. And that's how I ended up accepting my position coming here to China. Um, two months after my interview, I ended up flying into China. And that was a whole entire complete crazy story on its own. Because again, I've never been here. I never knew what was going to happen. And for all I know, maybe my, my organs are going to be sold. I mean, I'm glad that didn't happen. That definitely does not happen here. But I was scared shitless. Let's be completely honest with you guys. Um, I arrived here, and then within the first within the first two days, I ended up actually showing up to my to my school and where they started training me. I mean, again, I have no certification to be a teacher. The only teaching I've done is probably coaching and being a supervisor, but definitely don't have any experience other than those. And so 
I just kind of shadowed teachers for like the first two days. And then within the third day of being here, I had to teach my kids. And let me tell you guys, oh my God, I didn't know what was happening. It was so crazy. It's so surreal to even talk about it now because this happened two years ago and I feel like I've gained the experience to be a teacher now. But I mean, two years ago when I first taught my first class, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I definitely don't know what I'm doing. And as much as lesson plans as I created, because they told me to create a lesson plan for the for the lessons I was going to teach, I mean, we all know, at least teachers know perfectly well, that lessons plan lesson planning doesn't always go out as planned. Um, and sometimes you just kind of roll, you kind of have to roll with the punches and just improvise in your teaching. So I had my first students and what I had planned on my lesson plan definitely did not, did not go how I wanted it to. So within like 10 minutes, I definitely had to switch it up. I had to load up my VPN onto my computer and start playing YouTube videos with music and songs to get my kids entertained and, and just being a teacher that I hope that I was emulating before. And it was scary. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I mean, I had to deal with like 10 random little children that I never had inner interaction with, yet alone, I never really had much interaction with little kids to begin with. Um, so to even experience that was crazy and scary for me. So during the first hour of teaching, I was scared shitless because I'm supposed to be teaching these little human beings and I hope they're getting it, and I hope they're having fun, right? And they were. I mean, my validation that I was doing at least a decent job was that they were laughing, they were participating with me, which I was glad because I felt like it might have been harder for me. So I'm kind of blessed that it didn't go as hard, but I had to start learning how to interact with kids and how to interact with kids with a language that they didn't know that I had to learn with, right? So being an English teacher for foreign country is just insane in general. But as I started teaching more throughout the week, I started learning how to deal with kids more, how to make it more fun, how to be more interactive. And it kind of taught me to learn how to be the teacher that I wish I would have had or how to emulate the teachers that I did have that I knew were effective, right? And most of it really came down to now that I'm reflecting upon it now was really loving my kids because I didn't know what type of teacher I was going to be yet alone. Like I didn't even know what life experience I was going to try to even teach these kids. Um, but it really taught me how to empathize, how to be okay when, you know, shit hits the fan because not everything's going to go as planned and how to deal with little human beings. And I learned that as long as you show up with love and the intention that you're there to, to offer them a safe space, most of it will go right. And so that's one of the things that I started learning within the first week, if not month, as a teacher. Again, I really had no, no experience, but it was just me trying to be a human being to these little kids. And... It got me thinking because I had to learn here as a teacher that a lot of my students go through a lot of struggles, that they have classes throughout the week for seven days a week. And even though they're off the during the weekend, they're still studying in a classroom environment in a different private school, which is what I teach in a private English school. And so I had to come with that 
idea and mentality. How do I make learning fun, interactive, and also be acknowledging that my kids are probably tired? So it was such a really, it was just a learning experience on its own. And during the first month and a half, like I guess it's like within my second month now, I actually started bringing in food for my kids um, because I, I've, whenever I ask them how they're doing, like the first response will always be, I'm fine, thank you. And I started switching it up immediately. I'm like, I don't like the I'm fine, thank you. Tell me truthfully, how do you feel? You're like, I'm in charge of you now. I have to make sure you're okay. I don't care what happened outside of this classroom. You're now in my safe space, so I need to make sure you're okay and that you're actually doing all right. And if you're not doing all right, that hopefully I can give you that comfort, right? So I immediately started switching off the I'm fine, thank you to I'm like, no, tell me, how are you doing? Are you sad? Are you happy? What's happening? Because I would be truthful with a lot of my kids too, or a lot of my kids too. I'm like, guys, I'm tired. I feel sleepy. I feel like I didn't, I didn't sleep enough or I feel sad. I miss home. Like I would have to be honest, but also at the same time I learned by being as honest with my children, they were also honest to me and it, and it built that foundation of trustworthiness, right? Which is essentially, at least by my style of teaching, is what I want to do. I want my kids to feel welcomed. I want my kids to feel like they're in a safe place to be able to discuss how they feel, what they're going through. Because when I was younger, a lot of my a lot of my great teachers that I had created that safe environment for me, right? Because let's be honest, life throws us a lot of different wild cards at points. And I don't know what my children are going to. For example, when I was a kid, I went through a lot of home struggles myself, right? And so what did help me out, and I will say this, and it wasn't until recently, until this episode, that I realized that it's because of my teachers that I'm here still, right? It's because of their love and understanding that, you know, shit happens outside of, those, outside of the classroom that you have to offer this environment where, they, where these children feel loved and cared for because who knows if they're loved outside of this classroom. So, and, you know, I had to learn that too. And it's so weird to even be discussing this right now because, in a sense, I had to learn that. Like, nobody taught me that except from reminiscing from all the teachers I'm trying to emulate. And I bring this up because I know there are a lot of teachers out there that sometimes struggle with having that connection with their students. And I get it. It's hard. But it really comes down to as just show up, right? Just be there. They're they're not expecting much except for somebody to love them. And for all you know, you might be the only person that actually does, right? Um, which is something that, again, it wasn't until maybe two months into it that I had to fully acknowledge that I might be the only human being that actually gives them that safe space to to be creative, to express themselves fully. And so I say that to also so that way for you teachers out there, just try to emulate the teachers that are really impactful to you. Try to be that loving human being that you wish you would have had in a classroom environment. Because like I said, for all you know, you you might be that only 
hour or two hours of that kid's life throughout the week that where they feel comfortable and safe enough to actually come up and be okay. So, I mean, that's what I've learned so far. Um, also, making sure I play with my kids because I, I am like a kid at heart, to be honest, and I, and I will always be a kid at heart. They definitely keep me young. But that's, that's really kind of what it's, it's come down to is me learning how to be more loving to my children and just showing that unconditional love. It's crazy. Like, because in the next couple of weeks, and I'll save this for another podcast, but whenever I have to let my children go, because obviously they're getting promoted to another classroom, I always cry. And I never even imagine myself being so emotionally invested in my children to the point that I actually cry and they break my little heart. But I mean, I mean, that's the point of being a teacher, right? So that's a story about me. I ended up coming here to China not knowing anything and I've just been learning as I go. But from what I've learned so far is that as long as you show up to love them, everything else will work out itself. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it as much. I definitely just opened up to you guys. Um, and please tune in for more episodes on What Up Teach. Please follow me or please follow this podcast at What Up Teach on TikTok, on Instagram. Also on whatupteach.com, you can find out more resources and how to be a good teacher. I'm still learning. I mean, I'm creating an environment and a community for all these different educators to come and talk about how they educate and what led them to teach. And so thank you for listening, guys. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And thank you for welcoming me into your home and into your hearts. I love you guys. Remember, just show up. And if you're a parent, just show up for your kids too. You can't mess up as long as you know that you're showing them that you love them. And remind yourself, just tell them that you love them. That's it. And if you can, give them a hug. All right, guys, much love. Don't forget to follow and also review. Love you guys. What Up Teach was created in association with the Human Connections Magazine, a nonprofit media organization connecting the world together. The music composed by Stan Babich. For more information and to become a part of our community, please follow us on our social media at WhatUpTeach or visit us at WhatUpTeach.com. Go ahead and leave a review and share this with your friends. I hope you love this episode and thank you for listening. Goodbye.